liftoff and the clock has started. And welcome to the Pixel Life. This is episode 282, recording February 20th, 2024. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are going to be talking about what Microsoft is bringing to other titles, what Sony, or bringing to other platforms, what Sony isn't bringing to its own platforms. Uh, we've got some announcements, some things moving and shaking in the last week. Uh, might have to pop by the trailer park. We'll see when we get there. And uh, a little what we've been playing. But to do all of this, I have with me as always, Shannon, SFNO more. <laughs> What's up? Uh, yeah, it was a little touch and go there for a while, but mm-hmm. um, I'm here. Um, I was, it was a whirlwind weekend for me. Uh, you know, it was a long, long weekend. Uh, yeah, we, got, yeah. we got the extended President's Day weekend. Um, but yeah, I went down to Palm Springs uh you know got to to hang out down there with some family for a little bit and then um proceeded to get stuck down there for a little bit while uh san francisco flooded um yes so yeah i got home late last night found out my car got my work truck got broken into for the second time in a year and uh here we are uh you know it's uh it's been a eventful couple days well you know at least uh at least you got to get some relaxing in before all that bad stuff. Yeah, that, that is true. I am. I'm happy. I'm happy to report that I did get some relaxing uh, mm-hmm. in, um, and and I'm ready to get back into that stress filled life I have now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like leaving the stress has made me more stressed. Uh, yeah. I need to get wrap myself in the warm blanket of anxiety. Yes, you're like, oh, this this is so comfy. This yeah. Is- oh, it's like, <laughs> it's like an old pair of sweatpants. This is glorious. Uh, well, you're not wrong. The weather outside has been frightful, uh, but our other co-host is so delightful. Justin, let it snow, Carter. It's your boy. Yeah, we uh we took a impromptu uh, trip up to Flagstaff for the three day weekend. Um, Megan's brother and his girlfriend invited us up to their the ranch or whatever that they live at. Up in <laughs> why, why did you say invited us like we were accusing you otherwise? Like, they invited us. We didn't just show up. Screw you for saying it. No, I didn't mean to make it sound like that. <laughs> Shannon, am I wrong? He sounded very defensive. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, you, yeah. you sounded pretty sus. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was just caught me off guard. That's all. That's all. Please continue. Sorry. Yes, Good no, mean. no. You know, they just, they invited us. <laughs> now, now, now your eyes are involved. I mean, now you're, yeah. you're like leaning in. You got the, the eyes down. It, yeah. Dude, dude, all I'm saying is that we were invited, Shannon. Uh, <laughs> okay. So Glance. Yeah, okay. Glance, yeah. glance. For the record, um, <laughs> but yeah, we uh, went up after work on Friday, and we got to bring all the dogs. Um, and it was the first time they got to see snow, so we got lots of uh, 
good pictures of them playing in snow. It was a learning curve for them at first. They would uh, get stuck in the snow and then have to like have bunny hop out. And they also got to see like cows for the first time, which was pretty funny. Every morning at about 7 a.m. is when the dogs would just lose their shit because the cows were outside. <laughs> and they'd run out in the yard for about an hour just screaming at the cows. And the cows are just like looking at them like, dude, what are you? Why are you so mad? <laughs> you mad, bro? Uh, but yeah, it's pretty funny. To th- I mean, I never think of Arizona as a place that has snow. Yeah, I mean, the, the northern part of the state is pretty mountainous, so. Yeah, uh, like, they said they'd gotten about, like, four feet of snow and stuff. I mean, a lot of it, by the time we got up there, it was not four feet of snow, but it was pretty deep. Like, even walking in it, like, out in the backyard and stuff, it went, like, about, like, well past my ankle, like, up until, like, the middle of my leg, so. Were the, do- were the dogs like, did their did their genetics kick in? Were they like, ah, oh, we're, we're home. This is where we were always supposed to be. <laughs> it, it was funny. Like, they thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, so there was times where it's like, you know, they'd lay out, like, just be laying in the snow doing whatever. And I'd just, like, bury them in the snow. Mm-hmm. But then there's a couple times where, like, Sarah, I'd let her out. And she'd like immediately go pee and then start banging on the door. She's like, you let me the fuck back inside. Like, <laughs> it is cold. I hate this. It's wet. Like, I do not want to be out here any longer. Um, the, uh, the cabin that we stayed at too, I like, cause it's like two floors and like the top floor is where we stayed. And it, <laughs> Megan said it looked like an orphanage, like up on the top floor, just cause it had like a bunch of beds kind of lined up. Like it looks kind of like, the room that like Madeline lived in. That was um, funny. But uh not not the one where it was an orphan. Or no, what that was the orphan, right? Where it turns out it was like an adult the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh the like the roof it, it was like very A framey and on the second floor there's like a lot of these like beams hanging places. So Dude, I hit my head so many fucking times during that like three day thing, like multiple places, like like getting up out of bed the one time the dogs needed out, and apparently like my glasses got knocked off the nightstand at like some point by the dogs, and I couldn't find them, so I was like, okay. so I got up and then just went whack like in this left side of my head, like there's a beam there, and I was like, damn it, and then immediately afterwards going down the stairs, once you get to about the third to last step, uh, I had normally I'd duck. And do whatever, but because I didn't have my glass wet, I banged my head on the top of the thing. I was like, ah! And then the upstairs bathroom, it, it's very much a for like where the toilet is. So it's like walking to stand and piss. Like I had to like tilt my head like down. And it's like I forgot the one time I just like banged my head on like the roof. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this was not like built for a tall person. Yeah, the uh, the cabin life is an interesting because what. Let me ask you this. I've, I've had this question before with other people. What you're describing is a pretty typical cabin, right? Mm-hmm. Like you kind of have that open beam concept, high A-frame, you assume because of the snow, right? A-frame yeah. roof and all that. What stops them from just building a house? <laughs> like, I, I, these places have like sewage and paved roads at this point. Like, I'm not, 
I'm, I'm speaking more of the Tahoe experience myself or, or like Arnold or one of these towns, right? Sure. There's still your back roads cabins and, and that I more understand the construction of, but like if I'm going to Tahoe, like just build a house, dude. Like, why does it need to have this like rustic cabin look to it? Because if if you're going to a place like Tahoe, you want the cabin experience and you don't want it for a long period of time. Right. Do you you want the cabin experience? Do you? I mean, yeah, I do. Okay. Okay. If I'm going to Tahoe, I want the cabin experience, but I want all the modern amenities. Right. Like they got technology now where they can insulate the shit out of that place. And, you know, it's not like you know, you're going to freeze your, your butt off and you know, they got hot tubs and pretty cool. I was just about to say like, yeah. Now when you go up to Tahoe, it's like, I look like I'm living in a fucking shanty. That's got like a (laughs) $40,000 hot tub inside of it. And it's like, you know, come on, what's going on. They're not all like that. I'll tell you, like I've gone up to Tahoe many a time and Mm -hmm. I can tell you when I get my log cabin experience, it is like the high end, right? It is not like the deliverance type of like cabin. It is the, you know, it is, I don't know, like the uh, hot tub time machine in its heyday, not like the modern day one, like back in the eighties, like when, you know, they were all having fun out there. Um, back, back when dude is trying to pass off that he made up, let's get it started. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 So, I mean, yeah, it's, um, it's definitely a desired thing right like not everybody is seeking that out and you know Mm -hmm. tahoe does a pretty good job of catering to both like you know the modern people and like the ones who want the more let's cosplay for a weekend sure i'm much more of the cosplay crowd (laughs) like i'm not not trying to pretend like i want a rugged experience at Mm -hmm. all but it's just funny to me because every time i go up there i'm like why isn't this just a house like there's there's like street lights like, what are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> like modern problems require modern solutions. <laughs> exactly. Because because the ones that I can go rent for the weekend mm-hmm. are the ones that I envision in my head when I think of a nice log cabin in the middle of winter in Lake Tahoe. The ones I can afford are the ones like yeah, in right. real life, you know, <laughs> where there's the, problem, there's the dead rat gnawing, gnawing on, you know, something left over that it died trying to eat <laughs> you know the um the thing that always breaks the illusion for me with the again the ones i can afford is the proximity that other cabins are there mm-hmm. like because you want that kind of like yeah i'm out in the woods and you know gonna go out and sit and look at the stars and all this and it's like no i'm gonna go out and hit the deck of the house that's next to me (laughs) because there's three feet of clearance between the two buildings. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, it just kind of like ruins the whole vibe. (laughs) The town cabin. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. They might as well be like, just stack them up. You know? (laughs) Oh man. Give me, give me a rooftop deck or something just to get me away from people. Like, Oh, be careful. Cause now you're in the houseboat contingent. Like you, you want the deck on the roof. (laughs) Take my house away from you people. <laughs> I'm living on the water. Oh, <laughs> screw you guys. I know oh, someone man. that did that. They sold their house and bought a houseboat. Mm-hmm. Yep. My uh my in-laws did that for a while. I mean But they actually we... like sailed it to places. Like they actually went places with it. Well, I mean Okay, now that just opens up a whole can of questions. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Was this a 
freshwater houseboat or a saltwater houseboat? Uh, it was a saltwater houseboat. I mean, it was like one of those like. Okay, now I'm boats. seriously. <laughs> so sitting up right now. Yeah, like okay. So because like a houseboat. Well, I mean, looks, it's not. It was like, not, a, like it's it's a saltwater. It's it's made for like international travel, right? So it's yeah. not going to be like the big boxy ones that you see in the piers. Oh, all it's the time. A, so it's a yacht. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't as big as a yacht, but it was you know it I was I would say it was like medium size. Like it had a sub compartment where like you could mm-hmm. live. And it, it, my, it could be it, comfortable. Okay, so my question is, it didn't look like two fucking shipping containers. <laughs> no, it did not like, look like okay, two like the freshwater ones. Yeah, right? no, like, like, yeah, no. <clears throat> that was more my question. Gotcha. Because I'm picturing just this huge box, like going down the coast of California. Like, <laughs> that, that wouldn't play out well. <laughs> no, especially going to Alaska. No, not not a good not a good experience. Um, but no, I I knew somebody when I was when I was young, like when I was like twenty working at Barnes and Noble. Yep. There was a guy who worked with us. His name was Gene and he was this old dude. And he always had like one of those beanies on that looked like, you know, he was like a Navy guy or like a sailor or whatever. Sure. Sure. And I was like, dude, I was like, you need to take that off. Get like an actual beanie. Like only sailors wear those. And he's like, I'm a sailor. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, I live on a houseboat. And I was like, well, that doesn't make you a sailor. <laughs> it just means you live on a houseboat. <laughs> You're like, Gene, that just makes you poor, dude. Like, come <laughs> yeah. on, man. Like, where is your where is your boat is it someplace nice like san francisco and no it was like in redwood city like i was gonna say the redwood city, city marina right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably. yeah where it smelled like farts every day at like four o'clock for like while, while the low tide was in <laughs> it's probably it's probably docked at pete's harbor you know? <laughs> pete's, Har- pete's harbor used to have a bomb ass restaurant in, in it though but i never went it was good it was good Shannon's wearing his trucker hat at Barnes and Noble, and he's like, "Well, I drive a truck." <laughs> no, dude, that was back in my. I think back in the in that time period, I had a Camaro. I was gonna say that was the Camaro era. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep, good old Camaro days. <laughs> and as someone that had a uh, a Firebird of the same body style, let me tell you, those weren't the most comfortable things to sleep in. <laughs> no, um, no, they weren't. Yeah. Oh, they weren't comfortable to do a lot of things in. No, no, I mean, they were fun to drive. But that's kind of where it ended. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Justin hates us. Um, no, I, I love these learning experiences. Yeah. <laughs> but the. Uh, Man, remember Barnes and Nobles? How much they just sucked? Like, it was always, I don't know. I always didn't like the big box store Barnes and Noble experience. Like, Barnes and Noble and the, the Borders. Borders mm-hmm. was the other one. Mm-hmm. It was like, you couldn't find anything in there. It was like a Home Depot but mm-hmm. with books. But that's what they like, wanted because they wanted you to go to the cafe and they wanted you to spend money and they wanted you to be in there for a while. Meanwhile, I'm just trying to find like Zen's People's History of the United States for a class, my man. Like, yeah, and then they didn't have it, so they didn't have to order it for you. (laughs) And then I just went to Kepler's, you know, like like I should have in the first place. The problem was around us, Kepler's was so far away. Like, I mean, to me, like I Barnes and Noble was like five minutes away, Borders was like seven minutes away, and then but, but Kepler's was in between two colleges, Shannon. Things that are important to me in my early, <laughs> early 20s. <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm just, you know, 
See, I, I, I got out of the game late, right? Like, I mean, you were, you were, you were already like teaching high level lessons at that point, right? <laughs> like, I was like, I got a girlfriend like right out of co- right out of high school. So, like, you know, my first two co- two years in college were like, you know, I was spent basically hanging out with like the same chick. So, well, I mean, that was kind of your life perpetually for <laughs> a while. For a while. I'm not gonna lie; it does. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a bad habit. Yeah, don't don't let the wedding slideshow fool you, Justin. With his <laughs> boy band, good looks. That, that, shit, that shit was under lock and key for like a decade. <laughs> Different like, people held the key, but it was a lock and key, like one from the, one to the other. Dude, mm-hmm. it's funny that you bring up the wedding slideshow because that was also <laughs> the last time I saw the Hunter Hunter sweatshirt. I haven't seen it since. <laughs> <laughs> he almost, he's gonna spit he's gonna spit he's he, uh almost came out his nose nope. he almost had it oh man uh dude I, what was it i think i gave that to my wife to wear at the one of the last football games that yeah, we had he, at his house he, he totally <laughs> had zay wear it to my house because he knew i wouldn't say a damn thing to zay about it <laughs> and i'm like you crafty son of a bitch <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's actually in the wash right now. It did go down to Palm Springs with me. Because all right, because uh, you both know I am way too smart to talk any sort of mess to Zay. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't need the karmic damage, and I just <laughs> sneakily feel like she'll mess me up. Like, <laughs> like those legs, you got to watch out for those legs. If she gets yeah. you with a roundhouse kick, it, you're gonna be like through a wall. <laughs> see, see, she's like the genuinely the sweetest, nicest person on the face of the earth. But I feel like no one's that nice. Something's under there and it's you coming know, for me. You know what I mean? We sh- we were having dinner at my parents' house one night. And um, I forget what it was on TV. It was something uh, about like the political landscape. And my dad said something very conservative. <laughs> and I forget what it was. And then I just kind of tagged up on it because I thought it was funny. And I was I saw like the little vein pop out in like Zay's mm. head. And uh, I was like, oh, this will be fun for a little bit. And then uh, the look that she shot both me and my dad at the same time got us. I mean, it, there was an actual physical response <laughs> to the look. Like, we just both kind of, like, flinched, you know? And we were just like, all right, uh, we take it back. I, I I take it back. I'm sorry. The hair on the back of Shannon's neck stood up <laughs> and, like, stand down. Did you say, were you talking about going to sneaker con? <laughs> get, get, no. Getting some trees in 45s. <laughs> no, I think it was something about uh, there was some type of gun law that was being passed. And ah. my dad said something about it because he's, you know, NRA guy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Understandable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. Good times. But I will tell you that Hunter Hunter sweatshirt got some mileage down in uh, Palm Springs. Uh, I got like four four different dudes. It's like said, like your sweater. That anime is rad. Um, and they yeah. were all between the age of 30 and 40, slightly overweight white dudes. No, oh. no. Okay. One of them was skinny, but, um, two of them. <laughs> <laughs> One of them might've been the TSA guy that was patting me down at the time. That's not awkward. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, don't make eye contact when that happens. Was he talking about his waifu body pillow? <laughs> He was also looking at my Steam Deck pretty hard, so I was like, oh, man. <laughs> He's like going through the libraries. I mean, what you got on here, boy? <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. That's bad. That's bad. So we got a show to do, guys? Or oh, right. Yeah. Hey, hey, we're doing that. Um, 
I, I feel like I, I, I feel like we've been taking a page out of like that um, sixty songs that describe the nineties, where like he uh, doesn't yeah. get into the actual show until like thirty minutes in. I mean, like we're broaching like twenty minutes right so, now. So should we have just done a twenty minute like cold open, and then right now <laughs> I'm like, hello everyone, and welcome to you know, um, that'd be funny. But anyway, we can actually discuss some things. Um, so remember two weeks ago when the sky was falling, Microsoft was going multi-platform. They're getting out of the console race, blah, 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 blah. The Xbox furiously typing away at Reddit and Twitter, uh, so on and so forth. Well, they released their business statement on a podcast, the official Xbox podcast. And uh, yeah, no, none of that shit. Like it's all stuff that you kind of would have assumed they're bringing four titles, two live service games and two small titles, multi-platform. Uh, they said that, you know, the bigger ones like Starfield and Indiana Jones are not going to be multi-platform games. They, But again, kind of hedged. We're like, yeah, maybe one day, someday, but not now, you know? And so it's like, okay, is one day, someday a year from now, two years from now? Anyway. Um, probably determines on how these four titles goes. They didn't name the titles, which I think is hilarious because they basically said what they were, but didn't actually put names on them. And I'm, I'm wondering if it's because they have agreements in place with like other uh, console <coughs> manufacturers or whatever, so they can announce them at some point. But by all intents and purposes, everyone figures it's Hi-Fi Rush, Pentiment, Sea of Thieves and Grounded. Sea of Thieves and Grounded make all the sense in the world. Like, why wouldn't you want more people playing a live service game? That just seems obvious. And then, yeah, Hi-Fi Rush and Pentiment. Great. Two little small, awesome indie games. Okay. But, like, I don't know. I, I It seemed like there was this huge buildup for no real payoff other than like, hey, remember that stuff we you thought was going to happen? Well, it's kind of happening. Anyway, have a good one, guys. Diablo 4 is coming to Game Pass March 28th. Catch you later. I mean, you got to figure that that was the best PR stunt that Xbox has ever pulled off, right? Like, I mean, how many people do you think listen to that podcast just to try to get more information as to what oh. was going on? Oh, I like conspiracy, Shannon. <laughs> the call was coming from inside the house the whole time. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you have somebody be like, hey, let's just like leak this out and let our like, you know, let let the Internet do its thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we'll we'll come out when we're ready to make a statement. But like, let's get this. But let's get this hype train rolling. And did the Internet maybe do its thing a little too well. So I think they had so. to get in front of it. I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, I, I feel it's a very lackluster um, statement, right? I mean, like, yeah. Hi-Fi Rush is great. You know, I mean, it, it got a lot of awards. It got a lot of positive press. Um, you know, they probably milked that thing for what they can. Should have been, um, been a top five game of the year. Uh, Justin anyway. would have played it. But, you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's we um, hold grudges around here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it'll be. I mean, Sea of Thieves. I mean, like they got to make any kind of money that they can back on that thing, right? I or is by that all accounts like Sea of Thieves makes pretty good money. Like it, it's been around for a long time now, dude. They, I know, but like, on like six years of it. 
but like it's still the same thing, right? I mean, like they haven't done any like story campaign or anything to it, have oh, they? It's just... Yeah, they have. I mean, they rolled it the whole like Pirates of the Caribbean one, Jack Sparrow campaign. Like they've been hmm. adding stuff to it. Interesting. To okay. the point where like doing reading it before about it before this, I was like, should should I play Sea of Thieves? Like, should I fire this up? Because <laughs> apparently they've like reworked the controls and they added a mode that takes you off like it's called like safer sailing or something like that, where essentially it's PVE. It takes out the PVP component of well, it. I mean, that's, I mean, you kind of need that if you're going to have new players entering your ecosphere, right, you don't want right. them to get their teeth kicked in by somebody who's been playing for six years. So it, it, it seems like, uh, it seems like they've done a ton to it, but to your point, I think it's a game that for the most part, you've made a decision on years ago. Mm-hmm. and moved on with your life and it makes sense that they would try to bring it in front of a whole new market to have a whole new group of people make that decision if they want to try it or not but at the same time if this is an experiment where you're testing your games in a different mm-hmm. market wouldn't you want a stronger contender to kind of give I, you a more accurate representation but, but in all honesty i think sea of thieves is their best live service game it's probably their biggest one it's just one of those games we don't play, so we don't think about. You but know what I mean? I mean, it's I mean, it's also like I don't hear any buzz about it. I mean, Justin, maybe you're more you're I mean, you're more in tune with the gamers of today. Like, I mean, w- w- do you hear anything about it? So I used to work with a guy who was like super into Sea of Thieves and stuff a couple years ago, and like him and his roommate would play together and do stuff, and you know, it sounds fun. It's just you know, I'm not a big live service game person Mm -hmm. myself so it's never really appealed to me um but you know i think zach's right though like i think it's a safe bet like you know to test the waters i know i also think you're right too for when they announced that for like weeks on twitter i saw it's like xbox is dead guys and then it's like pictures of like gears of war six coming to playstation 5 like it's just every like headline with like Microsoft games come ahead like Halo and like Gears on it, and it's like oh, none of that shit was coming. To... It's just so funny. Like everyone just ran with it, like yeah, they're like console wars are over, boys. Xbox is turning in their keys. I mean, console wars are over. I mean, like everybody's doing their own <laughs> thing, right? Like over, yeah. yeah. Like who gives? I'm like, who gives a shit? Like if you want, if you want to play a game, you're gonna buy the console, right? I mean, like if you, if like I wanted to play Gears, I went, I had a PlayStation for years. I finally had disposable income. I went and bought an Xbox because I wanted to play Gears. <laughs> you know, um, it's just, I don't know. It just it boggles my mind that people are still that, you know, uh, like opposed to. I mean, different consoles. I think it all just comes down to justifying the money you spent. You know, like I'm, we are, we are all in a very good position that yes, I can have a PlayStation five and an Xbox. And if I was not in that position and had to pick one and then, you know, I could see where you're going to try to justify that purchase to yourself. Mm hmm through any means necessary. Cause I just spent a stupid amount of money on something that puts colored pictures on my TV. <laughs> you know, like it's, it, and so I, I kind of understand that, but 
the problem is a lot of these people are grown adults mm-hmm. in this opinion. And it's like, so you bought it. Great. Play it. Or don't. But <laughs> like, why, why do you care what I'm doing with mine? That's what, that's the weird part to me. It's like, if you bought it and you think it sucks, you could fully write to be pissed or rail on the company or whatever. But like, Shannon, you are doing it wrong because this, <laughs> it's like, how about you go get fucked and I'm going to enjoy my purchase. How about that? Like, uh, can we do that? Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't understand. It's, it, it's a mindset I've never understood. Even back in the Genesis super Nintendo days of like, Oh, well, the, your console sucks. Cause I can play super Mario. Oh yeah. Well, your sucks. Cause I can play Sonic. And it's like, or they're both kind of all right. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like maybe, maybe that's an option. Mm-hmm. I, it's just something I've never really understood. And apparently it's only worse now because everyone can say what they're thinking at all times. <laughs> <laughs> can we just all get together and beat up on the people that are wearing like that apple glass thing or the the, the, the apple view thing vision pro yeah fuck those guys like let's just all team up and like just bag on them all right man car gets broken into and he's just out there advocating <laughs> violence in the streets just redirecting the violence in a different area right and it's yeah. just fine i mean shannon's also saying this and yet like three months from now he's gonna be doing the podcast <laughs> with it on <laughs> Oh, Dude, I don't yeah. have that much disposable income. The, I was going to say, <laughs> the, the second version two comes out and you can buy this one for $500 off or something. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon's like playing Pal World on the toilet, like <laughs> waving his arms around, punching Pal. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> I got to punch these trees. Hold on. Um, I got to mine this ore while I'm mining this log. <laughs> <laughs> And like, a, and a Zay, I'm making cakes in here. Uh, Jesus. Um, well, the one thing that did come out of the Microsoft thing that I thought was interesting was they said not only are they not done with hardware, they're talking about potentially launching something holiday this year. And what do we think that is? Is that like, you know, Xbox Series Pro? Is that a steam deck ish thing. Cause if they're really all in on game pass, the one thing steam deck has proven is, Hey, there's a market for a handheld. Yeah. I mean, it's gotta be done well. Right. Um, and if it's any, if Xbox or Microsoft is going to learn anything, it's don't do what PlayStation did with their mm-hmm. streaming thing. Um, so it would be interesting to see if they get into that market. Cause that's also kind of like Nintendo's kind of area too. Yeah, um, I can it, see, you know, I can see it where they partner with someone. Maybe not make it a micro, like not a Microsoft Surface type product, but maybe it's a, you know, like they make the Rog Ally and and some of these other companies are putting out like Steam Deck competitors. Oh, yeah, um, working with one of them. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to think of somebody who would be like a good uh, fit for them. I mean, you could probably do something like. Um, I don't know, like, huh. 
don't know. I don't know who would be a good fit for that. They'll fuck up and go to Alienware and they'll pay two thousand dollars a unit. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's exactly what you don't want to do. You probably yeah. like better going with like Asus or like what yeah. is it? Like you know, get somebody who will do it like on the cheap, but like have what something about, that's pretty reliable. What about Gateway? Is Gateway still around? <laughs> Dell, <laughs> Cowbox. They're like, we're teaming up here with Oculus to make the Qu- the Connect Three. <laughs> Man, yeah, it's um, I don't know, like because they've already come out with like a, a smaller version of the of their current system, right? Well, they, well, yeah, there's the S, but they and then they came out with the S with the bigger hard drive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know if, but I mean, they what if they do the half step console thing? You know, like. PlayStation Pro style. Don't do that. Like this is what you do. You come out with a personal, like a like a customizable like box, right? Like you give somebody act. What what you're basically doing now is you're creating an environment where you basically have a, a PC, right? Like mm-hmm. that's all it is to them. It's just like a it's a cheap PC that they could sell to people who want to play just video games, right? Right. Why don't you make that like something that they can upgrade into something else? Like, you know, instead of having like this hardware that's coming out like on a cyclical basis, you give these people like the platform to build their own customizable PC with a cheap base that still plays the games that they want to play in the generation that's current. And then they can upgrade as the the games get progressively better. I mean... The main reason you wouldn't do that is just the manufacturing side of that. Like that's you're changing your whole operation at that point. But also you're just saying go buy a PC. Yeah, that was really interesting, Zach. <laughs> oh, thank you. I thought it was a really good point. I yeah, really I good. mean it basically just rendered everything I said moot, so Oh, so it was better than I thought. Yeah. Um <laughs> All right. Well, we have other things to talk about, like uh, not only or Microsoft wasn't the only one that kind of was serving uh, nothing burgers. Sony has said they won't release any big first party exclusive PlayStation 5 games in any of its existing franchises this year or before the end of the financial year, which is March 2025. Wow. Yeah. So uh I guess the uh <laughs> this this uh plethora of games we had last year has got to hold us over for a little bit, huh guys? Well, now you know, this doesn't mean they're not releasing any first party games. It just means existing ones. So no there's no more God of Wars, Spider-Man's, Last of Us. There's none, none of that stuff's happening. So that does that count even like remasters? Like, so we're not gonna see any remasters of any of these games. <laughs> for, for remaster, Last of Us Part One again. Um, but I think yeah, well, because like Wolverine isn't supposed to show up until at least twenty five, maybe mm-hmm. twenty six. I mean, I kind of yeah. There's people are, are kind of crapping all over Microsoft, but Microsoft has games coming. Like what, what does Sony have? I, I honestly don't know. Like I'm not talking mess here. I, I don't know. I mean, they got to have something in the pipeline. That's going to be bringing people to, to their consoles, right? Well, they have um, final fantasy. 
Final Fantasy yeah. VII is is coming right mm-hmm. like two weeks two weeks mm-hmm. away from that mm-hmm. and then you have that weird not porn anime game mm-hmm. was that stellar blade stellar blade mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um and then yep <laughs> that's all folks yeah. <clears throat> i mean i don't there's plenty of games to play on the PlayStation. That's all I got to say. But I mean, just as much as there's, I mean, just go through your backlog guys. Go through. I mean, I'm pretty sure 2023, you have a game that you touched on for like five minutes and you didn't get to play the rest of it. I just, go back. I just think it's pretty concerning is all. I don't. I, I mean, I don't, I mean like a lot of these games now that they're like these triple a and quadruple a, whatever new category of a game you want to mm. come out with. They take a lot of time. And if it's one thing that we've seen in this gaming industry, it's that a lot of the gaming environments, especially around making these games, has been pretty toxic and unhealthy for a lot of people. And maybe they're listening now. Maybe they're like, okay, you know, we had this banger year of games. Um, Maybe we can pull back on the production schedule for a little bit um, now that these games are costing as much as they are. Um, And maybe we'll see a slower cycle now. Well, and you also have to realize it's really hard to make these big, major, exclusive games when you're firing the teams yeah. that are making these games. So when you're letting go of like you know 300 people, like easy over the course of a couple months, it's kind of hard to uh, you know have people work on stuff when you don't have the workforce behind it any longer. I, I think it's also just a reflection of companies not really knowing where the game marketplace is anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like Sony put, made a huge bet with Bungie and all this live service stuff only to suddenly back off all of it and go, no, 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 we're not doing that. And then going, crap, these games we're known for and built our whole console business around are kind of all of a sudden way too expensive to make now. Um, shit. And meanwhile, you know, Microsoft has just been going like, uh, I think we're just going to keep buying studios and hopefully get games out at some point. I don't know. Like, but guys, is anyone having services? We're going to go to service it. That, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Make a Netflix of games. Sure. No problem. And like, no one knows. Like, I think that's kind of what's happening here is the industry is very much going through a change and, there isn't a clear direction yet. Yeah. It seems like the whole industry right now is just stuck on these roguelike deck building games. And it's really kind of annoying <laughs> the shit out of me. <laughs> roguelike deck building and survivors. It's a, uh, yeah, survivor games. Um, Shannon's just mad because you can't shoot people in those games. You're right. I just, that's all I want to do is I just want to shoot people. <laughs> that's getting edited out of context. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh damn right, it! All right. right, right here, officer. Right here. Um, <laughs> yeah, can't no, run yeah. for office anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, I, but but actually, I've never thought about it until you said it right now about the roguelike deck building thing. But with as reactionary as a market can be, where think about it, a, a game's a hit, and you'll see knockoffs on Steam within weeks, right? Like, and Justin, what was like the OG deck building 
game, like the one before Monster Train. Uh, Slay the Spire? Slay the Spire, right? Slay the Spire is like huge hit. And we've gotten 20 Slay the Spires since Slay the Spire, right? It seems, it literally seems like there's one every month. And it's wild because a lot of those are small teams. A lot of those are just a group of people that went, oh, we can improve on that. I like what that did and we can make it better. And they try and they put it out. And sometimes those are a hit. And, you know, it's not in even rewind 10 years ago, a big triple A action game from Xbox or, or, you know, Sony or EA or Activision, whoever hits. And then it takes a year before the copy comes out. Right. Before EA releases battlefield to compete with call of duty. Like they're like, Oh, call of duty came out and we liked what they did X, Y, and Z. So we're going to make that into our new battlefield, but it's a whole year before you see that. And so, yeah, the market has time to cool down, collect itself, focus on the next thing. There's no time. There's no downtime anymore. It's just, you have a million little teams cranking out little games in between the massive games. And then when the massive game comes out, those same little teams go like, oh, sweet. I can grab X, Y, Z, chunk, 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 and we're going to add them into this game. And, and, and no, it's not a big, full, triple A, amazing experience, but sometimes they're good. Sometimes it's like, oh yeah, the graphics suck, but man, this is stupid fun to play. And, and so I think there's something to that where there's never a, there's never that like breath anymore from thing to thing. Cause even the small things are still good because the talent level across the board is so high. Dude. And it's funny that Shannon's like harping on the, like the roguelike deck builder thing where it's like the, the, the opposite side of that coin is the farming games. Like <laughs> dude, harvest moon. Yeah. Came out forever ago. And then stardew Valley was like, let's do that, but better. And then now you have everything that's trying to like be Stardew Valley and like your village of monsters and you're like, whatever your rune factories and your, <laughs> there's a final fantasy game. What was it? Harvestella or mm-hmm. whatever. That yeah. Came out? That was one of those. It... Well, I mean, or when animal crossing was like everyone's favorite game during the pandemic and there were what? 10 animal crossing knockoffs within six months. Yeah, this the Hogo Life or whatever yeah, yeah. Like came Hogo, out. Yeah, like all that stuff. Yeah. So. Oh, it's crazy. Well, speaking of knockoffs, uh, the OG Pokemon company has stated there's going to be a Pokemon Direct on the 27th <laughs> for Pokemon Day. Can you kill Pokemon? <laughs> They're finally giving them guns. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a, a gun legendary. <laughs> revolve this <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't have any details uh but now that all of the uh dlc is out for scarlet and violet maybe we'll finally see something i don't know new what's up what's on the horizon maybe the rumor is there's gonna they're gonna announce remakes of black and white why huh because it's literally next in line my i know my, but I, I'm, all I'm saying is put the energy towards new things, right? Like we, I think, didn't we talk about this like on the show? Like when what was it, Saf, Ruby and Sapphire came out, and yeah. at the same time we were talking about Arceus and how that ruined 
Arceus ruined basically going back and playing any of those OG games because yeah, Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. Diamond and Pearl. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, yeah, I no, mean, you're right, thing, you're right? right. Yeah. So, I mean, stick with the innovation, right? Try to find that new thing that's going to get people to basically want to play your franchise because Palworld's kicking your ass right now. The 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 other rumor, the, and this is the one I'm hoping is true, mm-hmm. is it could be the next Pokemon Legends game, like Arceus. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, I'm in because that was a great. I, I'm hoping they make that into a franchise because that was that was like the first good innovative game they've had maybe ever. So. And that's kind of what I think if they're going to do it, I feel like they would do the remake of black and white to come out this year. And then they can tease Arceus two, but fucking wait until like next year, like quit trying to do like two games a year, like whatever, like it'll be easier for them to just redo black and white and have that out by like the end of this year. And then just wait and like let Arceus 2 cook and then you know maybe it'll actually come out on Switch 2 and not have like incredible pop in and you know Well that's the other thing I, I saw well, first off I agree with you I think you do black and white or whatever they do this year and then you know the next Pokemon Legends is like an April release maybe Yeah April May something like that but I also uh saw the rumor mill going that switch two or whatever it is, is probably a 2025 device. Now strapping in chatted. We're going into eight years of the switch. Yeah, baby. <laughs> dude, eight like, years, baby. Dude, I'll tell you right now. If I mean, this is, this is Nintendo's year to shine. Like this is, you want to talk about getting like, you know, I mean, I know you already got a lot of consoles out there, but it with Sony not putting much of anything out and not really having any plans to put out a new console and Microsoft kind of floundering with what they're doing. Like if Nintendo came out, was like dropping the switch to Christmas, 2024, like do people will be like, I'm, I'm in, I'm in on this hype train. Give me the specs. Like what's the game that's going to launch with, uh, you'd be like, you know, we'll, we'll give you black and white Pokemon right now. And they're going to, people are going to be like, boo. And then they're going to be like, but in April, we got this new one coming out. And then people are going to be like, holy shit. Okay, let's do this. Yeah. No, it like Microsoft and Sony have spent the last 12 months, essentially throwing up all over themselves. (laughs) They have cleared the runway for you. Just, you know, all you have to do is just push the gas and, and, and that's it. You got it. It's all there for you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, I'm sure it'll launch next to Wolverine and <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, dude, like gonna... whatever, whatever Microsoft's big thing ends up being. And yeah, it'll, it'll get launched next to the PlayStation 5 Pro. <laughs> yeah. Right. The Portal 2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Um, but yes, so. Interesting time in games for these companies. And it just as more as 2024 continues to unravel, it just seems like no one knows what they're doing. And I find that really (laughs) interesting because it's not just like it's not go back a generation or two and you could be like, wow, Microsoft has no clue what they're doing. Holy shit. And then the generation before that, it's like, dude, Sony has no idea what it is doing. Like, what is the cell processor bullshit? Like, what are you doing guys? 
And then, you know, I mean, you go like, oh, shit, Nintendo brought out the Wii U. <laughs> like, people think it's a peripheral. Like, what is this? Like, these companies are just like, but like for all three of them to kind of seem grossly incompetent in certain areas at the same time. It, am I wrong to think that's a little alarming? Like, that's why I think it speaks more to the market as a total. Like yeah. no one, ha- no one has a feel for it right now. Well, I mean, that's the thing is when games become this expensive to make, mm-hmm. there's no innovation, right? Cause nobody wants to, sp- to take that big of a loss on, on a sure. new project. So I get it. I mean, but you know, somebody has got to, somebody has got to be that, that lucky or, you know, somebody has got to be that unfortunate soul to go out there first. Right. I kind of wonder, okay, so you see the whole thing where like Spider-Man 2 costs $300 million to make, right? Mm -hmm. And, but that's where I'm sitting there going, okay, but how much do all the side quest costs? Like, is, take the 18 hour campaign they made, right? Mm -hmm. Now I played that game for like 60 hours to 100% it, maybe 40, somewhere in there. And, it's like, could you have spent 150 million and just made a 15 to 20 hour game? Like maybe I don't need to do all these Mysterio boxes. Like each one of those costs money, right? You're putting in assets. You're paying people to make them. You're paying people to have an interactive with the world. Um, like maybe, maybe the time has come to pare down these games a little bit. You know, I mean, Ubisoft went from 300 hour long Assassin's Creed Valhalla to 30 hour Mirage. Like maybe that was, that's more the move right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, bring back like a season pass or DLC and then like, you know, maybe put those things, you know, behind a paywall. See, see how many, see how much buzz you can generate for that. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that way you're, you're soaking up some of those costs. Um, of you know making a game that costs three hundred million dollars because now you're getting them for the sixty-five or seventy-dollar game, and then you're getting them for an additional thirty bucks for a DLC or you know whatever. Yeah, because it's one of those things where it's like I I I don't want paywall DLC and all that. Like I like the I like the product I got in Spider-Man Two, right? Mm-hmm. But if that means I get one of those every three or four years, or I can get five that are like half the size. Mm-hmm. Similar experiences. I, I think I'll probably take the five. I don't know. I mean, I love that game, but damn. And then I'm wondering like, how much does the Elden Ring cost to make? Right? Like, is this a process thing? Is this a publisher thing? Is it a developer company thing? Like, a, cause you know, Elden Ring's enormous with a ton of unique assets and and things like that. But is that a three hundred million dollar game? I have no idea. They don't disclose it. So, dude, speaking of Elden Ring, tomorrow we're getting the first gameplay trailer for the Shadow of the Elder Tree, whatever DLC. <laughs> Elden Tree, I believe it is. Um, that, that so that's finally getting released. Well, I don't know if it's get, like it is. I'm assuming it's coming out this year, but we're getting the first gameplay uh, yes. trailer as to like Shadow what, of the Erd Tree. Yeah. 
but we're getting the live tomorrow is uh we're getting the gameplay reveal trailer for it wow So, game I mean, of the year, Justin's game of the year, downloading. DL DLC of the year coming in hot. I can already hear the argument why this DLC should be a standalone game of the year contender. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty bold of them seeing as uh, tomorrow is also the uh, Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase as well. I bet you that's where we see Hi-Fi Rush. I can see it. <laughs> I'll tell you Bang. what we're not going to see, and that's Silk Song. <laughs> yeah. Can they just announce that that shit's canceled already? Dude, no, what was funny was on Valentine's Day, like, someone, their tweet from, like, I don't know, 2019 or whatever, started circulating around again, and people were retweeting it as if it was current, and like, big news, you know, for Silk Song coming Valentine's Day. And everyone started retweeting it, not realizing oh, that it was dated six years ago. And it's like, oh, man, I played myself. Yeah, uh, it's been what? It has been like six years, right? It since has. they announced Silk yeah. Song. And there's yeah, been but it's, literally it's been, nothing since. No, they didn't they say something about it like a year ago? I, mean, I want to say I that mean, was two years ago at like but, an E3 presentation. But, I mean, there's been, like, no more, like, gameplay. Like, since 2019, like, there's been, like, no footage of the game. <laughs> so, like, people, yes, have talked about it, but there hasn't been a trailer. Like, a, th- this is, like, a new thing in the game. Like, there's been nothing since, like, the initial reveal. I mean, that first game was great. But I also don't understand. Was it that good to warrant this amount of hype? Like I, I feel know. like I feel like Silk Song's getting hyped just because it's being hyped now. It's one of those things <laughs> where you know it's like Fez. Fez kind of went through the same thing where you know it got incredibly hyped just because it kept getting delayed and people were like, "Is this ever going to come out?" Like type situation. And there is like a massive fan base for Hollow Knight. Um, sure. So. And, you know, I know a lot of people are incredibly excited at the idea of, you know, more Hollow Knight and like a new Hollow Knight style game. But like, I don't know. It's one of those things where I do like I like Hollow Knight, but I it's not my favorite Metroidvania. No, I, I, I loved Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight was great when yeah. I played it eight years ago. It's kind of I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I stopped caring about a long time ago. It was just one of those like, great. I'll play Silk Song when, and if it ever comes out, I, I can't care about this game anymore. I can't. It might as well not exist anymore. It might as well just be vaporware <laughs> at this point. It's, it's the new Duke Nukem forever. <laughs> well, we'll see the end of the Nintendo partner direct. There's going to be a Silk Song trailer and, the internet's gonna break, Zach. And besides, Microsoft will buy that shit. Day one game pass. <laughs> Come on, go back that Brinks truck up. Nintendo ain't paying shit. <laughs> Nintendo will be like, what? You pay me. I'll pay <laughs> you. <but laughs> Silk Song on the Switch, man. Cough it up. Switch can't run Silk Song. Come on now. <laughs> Johnny Cage in the corner looking at Silk Song. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I can see the memes now, though, when they announce Silk Song and it's the Johnny Cage switch face. <laughs> you know, like meme. <laughs> the eyes just bugging out. <sighs> oh, God dang. Well, I think for time, we'll bypass the trailer park. Uh, okay. Just because I need to. I need to get moving a little bit here, mm-hmm. uh, but Hey, Kevin Hart's in borderlands. Uh, did I miss that? Did they announce that previously? Cause they released no the poster <laughs> and I was like, wait, Kevin Hart. What? Like they basically just, and Jack black. So they basically just did Jumanji without the rock. I, I mean, and even then, I mean, it was pretty close. I mean, there's a couple key figures in borderlands that they're missing there that, you know, could yeah. have easily played the rock. <laughs> And if you put Karen Jillian in as uh, as Lilith, uh, or not, uh, or, yeah, the uh, yeah. instead of uh, what's her name, uh, fuck, I forgot who's playing Lilith, but um, but yeah, you could basically just take the whole Jumanji people and just right. transplant them in the Borderlands. And I'm guessing Jack Black is Claptrap. Claptrap, right? I mean, yeah. it has to be. But mm. yeah, that's, that's a movie. That, that's gonna be a movie, all right. Uh, Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis is handsome Jack, I guess. What? <laughs> uh, you know what? Inspired casting. I like it. I'm, I'm there for it. I, I do. You know what? I like the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis is looking like she just wants to play villains now. She went from being like the hero in like the first part of her career to just being yeah. like the, the villain now. I like it. I'm here yeah. for it. Let's celebrate it. I'm, she I'm plays here. a really good villain. She does. Like She was great in Knives Out. I liked her. She can do Menace really well. So... I'm, I'm here for it. Um, so yeah, should we do a little what we have been playing? I mean, you could skip me because it's more of the same shit, but um, uh, let me just tell you right now, uh, I'm getting to the point where Power World is getting unplayable on the Steam Deck. Um, uh, way too much going on. Yeah, so it, that's a kind of a bummer because now I got to play it on my PC, but um, that's that's the only thing. Um, freezes a lot more now. Mm. So. I've, I've I've encountered some freeze up bugs too on the Xbox version, mm-hmm. but thankfully when I reload, it seems to have saved every time. So I haven't had to like redo stuff. I just need to exit the game and go back in, which sucks. Yeah. I think that's typically when the problem occurs is when it's trying to autosave <clears throat> and it's autosaving with everything else that's trying to go on. Got it. And it just breaks my whole fucking steam deck. Yeah. Those cakes are a pain in the ass to make dude. Oh, dude, they fucking suck. And you need what? Like two, three no, per just, breeding cycle? No, it's just one. Oh, okay. But if you want to have, if you want to get multiple eggs so that you can, you know, uh, sacrifice them in the generator thing mm. to make the one, to, to raise the star rank of the good one that you have. Yeah, you need a lot of cake. Cake is a lie. Cake is a lie. It is. So uh, I don't know if you guys remember me talking way back when about a game called Planet Crafter that was mm-hmm. open world survival game um, that I got. It's still in early access on Steam, uh, but I started playing it God, very early access and it was super basic. You know, you got to build a shelter and you're slowly trying to terraform this like Mars like planet. Right. And you go into different biomes and get different resources that let you build different schematics. And as you unlock more stuff, you get bigger stuff you can build and so on and so forth. I read that that company, uh, Miju games is, uh, 
going into 1.0 with it this year after yeah, three years of development and in, in early access and just dropped this huge patch. So I went back into that. Uh, also deck playable, Shannon, by the way. Um, and yeah, they have improved that game a ton. Like I haven't touched it in easily a year and there's multiple new biome areas. They've introduced insects and fish into the world that you can like, as you increase the oxygen level on the planet and the water level on the planet, like there's, it'll start raining dynamically now and stuff, uh, which, you know, before it was just like, Oh, it's raining. Oh, it stopped. <laughs> you know, like, it's been, <laughs> now that that whole process looks a lot better. Um, they've really improved the lighting. They've improved, uh, collision and stuff like that. You just, you know, plants don't go right through your ship anymore and stuff like that. Um, they've added teleportation discs to different zones and stuff like that, that open up even more biomes you can go into. It's, it's really cool to see how far they've come with that game. Um, kind of curious to see what, else they're going to roll into it before 1.0 if it's just going to be more smoothing out the edges but uh if you like yourself a uh you know survivor game like you seem to like pal world kind of similar less less pokemon with guns though i will say but subnautica can i get you in a subnautica because it's very it's very subnautica-esque but okay you're, but you're on a planet not underwater that's same type of deal though stay out too long you don't have enough oxygen. You'll die. That sort of thing. You're going out, harvesting resources, come back and come back and building, you know, that's the whole game, but it's a, uh, it's good. It's really good. And I think it's under 25 bucks right now. Well, it's still early access. So maybe worth taking a flyer on. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'll give it a try. I picked up uh, Yakuza like a dragon for eleven ninety nine. Oh, so, you know, that may be the next, uh, Steam Deck game for me. I am shocked it's taken you this long. That seems like your kind of game. Yeah, I know. And um, I was always kind of scared because I had never played a Yakuza game before, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of positive buzz around it. And a lot of people really like this one. And Infinite Wealth just came out, which is basically yep. like a spin. People were saying you need to really play like a dragon before. That's what I've heard too. That's what I've heard too. Yeah. So, you know, I figure if I want to play that game, I got to get through this one. So, yeah, I wanted to give it a try. All right then. Well, Justin, tell me about that hot Persona Three action. You know, I it's been great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, know, it's been great. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I know I didn't get to since I was in Flagstaff all this weekend. I didn't get to play it a lot this weekend, but I was jamming it some this week. Man, just you know, getting up, fusing those personas. Um, I'm like getting ready to go into it's like the second full moon cycle or whatever like i think i'm about to get some new party members and stuff added and stuff like that but it's just been it's been a lot of fun like i i was very sad that i didn't get to play it this weekend i was thinking about it i was like man like really want to get down on some persona but i'll tell you what though i felt like jordan this weekend because i actually played some since i didn't have like you know my xbox my i didn't bring my laptop anything like that with me flag stuff i played some mobile games mm. uh and real quick dude i i thought this was funny because it's like dude the mobile game market is just ass <laughs> like it's it's so weird to me because it's like you know when 
mobile game stuff first came out, it was like, oh, you know, like, you know, Angry Birds and Cut the Rope and fucking whatever. It was like, it was a premium market where it's like, you know, all the best, like whatever mobile game it was like 99 cents or fucking whatever for the mobile games. And then I don't know who started it. And then someone started the free to play. And then everything had to like shift to that. And then you go on there now and it's like everything is just free to play. It has ads. It has fucking microtransactions or whatever. And there's no option to buy premium. Like I remember that used to be a thing where it's like, hey, you know, here's our game and you can play it for free with ads. Or if you paid the fucking five dollars, guess what? Like you can play it ad free. And it's like no one does that anymore. It's like, no, it's all ads all the time. That's what you get. And I'm surprised that the market hasn't come because everyone's fucking sick of that. Like no one wants to do that shit anymore. And it's like, I'm surprised it hasn't come full circle back into them just making premium mobile games again. I feel like they try it every mm-hmm. couple years and it fails and they just go back. There are a couple games where it's just like, hey, you getting tired of this yet? Like, I mean, sometimes they don't do it until like you've basically gone through maybe like an hour's worth of ads where they're like, you tired yet? You want to pay? You want to give me some money and these ads will go away? Like, you want to try this? Um, I because I noticed, um, my son, he's getting to that age now where he's starting to play like a whole bunch of like ragdoll physics games on my phone, and um, yeah, like every after every level, there is a thirty a thirty to sixty mm-hmm. second ad. And I'm like Jesus Christ! Like, not only are you ruining my son's like mental ability to focus on something for longer than like 10 seconds. But like, you know, you're, you're just, it's clickbait, right? Like, I mean, he's clicking on other things that he's seeing and they're getting their clicks and they're, that's probably how they're getting their money on their free to play apps. Like, but yeah, I mean, I would probably say one in every like three or four apps that he's put on my phone has given me the option to buy away the ad function uh, after a while. Well, I think you're also seeing the reason why Fortnite and Roblox are such big presences in the mobile space, because you can just play those. You know, Mm -hmm. they've got their own built-in economy, so they don't need to run the ads for 10 other games a minute at a piece, you know, while you, after 10 seconds of gameplay. So it's one of those things where you, you know, my son will just log into Roblox on his phone and just play. And he doesn't need to spend money to do it. He can just play. And I think that's why those games have crossover. Because I'll be honest, I'd rather have him play that than, you know, whatever fly-by-night game has their attention at the moment. Because like you said, it's not only frustrating to play, it's bad for just their attention spans. You know, to constantly get taken out of it. Like, and and you got to imagine it's children because any grown adult deals with that for maybe once, maybe twice. And they're like, yeah, I'm done. Click deleting the app. Never yeah. seeing this again. That's exactly what happened, man. I was trying to <laughs> I like I'm sitting there. And I was like, oh, you know, kind of want to play something, whatever. And I was like going through on the fucking play store trying to figure it out. And I like kind of wanted to play like Bejeweled. So I downloaded it's like, oh, Bejeweled Classic, whatever. And after like two levels like by the time the ad came around the second time i'm like yeah i'm not fucking doing this and i immediately (laughs) uninstalled it and then i was like oh how about this and it was like ads and i'm like i'm not even installing this 
<laughs> and right. I just started looking. I'm just like, dude, like I don't want to fuck with this, any of this shit. So, but you I, didn't go back to Snap. No, so I almost did. <laughs> I almost did because instead I re-downloaded uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links hmm. is what I did. And because I and my reasoning for that, I almost went to do Snap. It's just I don't have since I haven't played a lot. I don't have a lot of the cards. I don't have like so I'd have to grind it. Where it's like. Yu-Gi-Oh! Since Duel Links, since I played that for like years, like I have like all the event characters and all the like fucking cards and like a shit ton of the currency to like buy stuff and whatever. And luckily, my stuff was saved. Uh, it was backed up with Google Play, so I just reinstalled it and I like unlocked a bunch because they added like a bunch of the new animes, like and characters and cards, like. Now there's pendulum summoning and X Y Z and there's like all this shit that like didn't exist when I stopped playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they like added all that crap. So I spent like a good couple days unlocking like the new worlds and stuff and getting a bunch of the new cards. Cool. Uh, so I you, know, you could have just played Marvel Snap. I'll just throw <laughs> that out there. I'll tell you what else I did play though, Zach. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did. It's not Snap. <laughs> it's not, no, it, no, it's not Snap. But it's a little game. Who called... cares? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little game called Storyteller. All right. Um, and it is uh, uh, it's through net like well Netflix. It's on Netflix's thing. Or like if you have Netflix, you can download it or whatever like for free and do whatever. So, uh. It is a puzzle game and it has a really nice kind of like storybook art style and stuff. And it's kind of just like different. You're like putting like the pieces kind of together on the page of trying to solve like what it wants you to do. Mm-hmm. So like one of them was like, Oh, you know, uh, like a murder, most foul, whatever. And it's like four fucking panels. And it's like, okay, you have like clear, like the little husband and wife. And then like someone gets poisoned and it's like so it's like okay you need to like in the first panel like drag the husband and wife into like this scene and then drag her into like poisoning whatever and kind of position and some of them it it gets like it starts out pretty easy and some of them get a little tricky um as it goes once there's like more elements to it and then some levels have like okay like yeah here's like the solution but then for like to like do it there's like a sub solution where it's like okay yeah like everybody like everybody dies or whatever and it's like okay that's the solution and you do it and then it gives you like the little hidden second solution it's like okay everybody dies and they're like but it's the same person like dying each time or whatever so then you have to like rework the puzzle to try and make this like sub solution work and you know it's a lot of fun it was one of those where it was like i kind of just bounced between that and Yu-Gi-Oh! where I'd play Storyteller for a while and then I'd get stuck on one and I'm like, alright, we'll close out of that, we'll play Yu-Gi-Oh! for a bit and then come so back. did you play Storyteller on the phone? Yeah. Okay, because I'm looking at it on Steam right now and this seems very uh, Case of the Golden Idol-ish, which is talking my language. So... Because, yeah. Um, yeah, it is on like Steam and stuff too. But oh, it is Annapurna. Annapurna. Very nice. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, it is then. Like, so... It is fun. It's a fun, like, little puzzle game, so I think you'd probably enjoy this, it. This might have to be a Steam Deck uh, adventure for me, Justin. This looks very much like my shit right here. Yeah. So I'm excited it, about this, actually. 
Well, I'm All excited. Right. I'm excited for you. I know. I want to continue playing it. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn the Steam Deck on. David Diver's gonna look at me like, "Oh, thank God you're back!" And I'm like, "Shut <laughs> up, dog. Get off the way. <laughs> Move." Yeah. I've been down here for. I've been down underwater for like three months. Like, <laughs> help me. I'm all pruny. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's all I've been playing, though. All right. Uh, I don't think we. Ha- oh wait, we do have a s- sirens. We do have sirens. Dude, we do have some sirens, and let yeah. me tell you. Look, I get it. Valentine's Day just came and went, mm-hmm. but fuck that holiday because we're talking about Thanksgiving. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Yes, the uh, hit movie that took the TPL Discord by storm uh, is on Netflix now, and I, you know, Jordan was talking about it, I think, on the Discord, and I was like, oh shit, that's out on Netflix, and uh, uh, <laughs> so I was watching it when we were at Flagstaff, like, in the living room, and then, like, dinner was ready, and everyone came and was, like, saying, like, what are we watching, and I'm like, Oh, I'm like, I just put it on. It's pretty good. Thanksgiving. And we're watching and then Megan comes and she's like sitting there eating like multiple times while she's like looking over at me like, please turn this off. And I'm like, I can't like we're already in the fray of it because it is like gratuitously like gory in some parts, like people's heads like fly off. Like it's very much like scream in a lot of ways where it's like not taking itself too seriously, but it's also very over the top in certain parts in like the best ways. Um, But the general premise is, which I think it's funny. So the movie's Thanksgiving, but the movie starts with black Friday. (laughs) And that's what happens is there's this dude who essentially owns like a Walmart esque style store and it's black friday and there's like a huge crowd outside and like the first hundred customers get waffle irons or something and the crowd gets really rowdy and ends up pushing their way through and a bunch of people get like trampled and like murdered uh at the store on black friday and uh like the footage for inside the store mysteriously gets deleted so like people tried to sue them and whatever and there was no like footage of the event and they're like, yeah, you know, well, and the next year comes around. They're like, yep, yeah, uh, even after the incident of last year, we're still going to be open for Black Friday this year. And someone took it upon themselves wearing a, uh, like, I think it was like John Carver or whatever, like mask and got like an axe. And he's targeting people who were like in the store on that Black Friday. And a lot of them were like these, like, of course, high school kids or whatever. So he's kind of going around one by one collecting them and picking them off and they have a seat at the table and stuff. And he's like sending them Instagram messages and stuff. And that's the part that I thought was so funny is like, I'm like, dude, you're just like the cops couldn't trace this. Like he's like adding, like tagging these kids. It's like, yeah, you're next bitch. And it's like some headless dude on the table. It's like, dude, you can't tell me the internet is untraceable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he, they're like, yeah, he's using like four shadow proxies. We're never going to find this guy. He could be anywhere. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it was pretty good. Like, if you want a, like, you know, a stupid but entertaining slasher style movie that revolves around the holiday, Thanksgiving was pretty good. You could do worse than Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, honestly, like, you know, I, I know there's been like the, 
blood and honey and stuff and we're getting a yeah, second yeah. one of those like i mean that's like bad bad i would not say that this was bad bad it was I'm, bad but i gotta say i'm disappointed we don't have a madam web review from you Justin. <laughs> believe me i want to see it so bad but it's like I really don't want to pay money to go see. Like, you got you got like a week because that shit's getting out of theaters real fast. <laughs> so. I know. Well, you know, I've been gone. Maybe, but I was in Flagstaff all weekend. Maybe a nice like torrent has like appeared for it online. <laughs> don't you have like Movie Pass or something you can use? Uh, I did at one point, but uh, uh, like I was an A lister, and like, dude, I would go to the theater like every week and stuff, and then fucking COVID happened. And then yeah. I canceled my A list and never got the biggest. Back. The biggest tragedy of COVID. Justin can't see Madam Web. That's <laughs> <laughs> no. My friend Troy did go and see Madam Web though, and he was like, "Man, like, what do you say?" Because he fucking he was like, "Dude, I thought he's like he's like I thought God, dude, I can't even say the fucking name." I was like, "He's like I thought." uh Morbius was fucking stupid. I kept wanting to say Morpheus. Morpheus. That's why I was like struggling. He's like, dude, he's like, I thought he's like that was stupid. He's like, yeah, you know, Madam Web made that shit look Oscar worthy. Wow. <laughs> like, like he said it was so bad, but he said it was bad funny though. Like he's like, dude, he's like, it, it was crosses over. Bad. It crosses over to being unintentionally hilarious. Yeah, he's like, this <laughs> shit makes no sense. <laughs> I'm, I mean, the the funny thing is about the articles that come out is like the what was it that Sydney Sweeney like lady? She was just like, yeah, she was like, I was so excited to be part of like the MCU. Like, yeah, <laughs> this was my thing, and everybody was like, uh, do we tell her? Yeah, uh, <laughs> the, the agents like shut your mouth, shut your mouth. <laughs> it's been a dream of mine to be a spider person. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, that was my favorite. Is like, why was the theater allowing them to do a press tour? Like after the first stop, with all that, when all that footage came out, I'd be like, yeah, we're not doing this. We're shut it down. Like, nope. When every single one of them was like, yeah, this movie fucking blows. I don't know anything about comic books. Fuck all you guys. And it's like, wait, what? Huh? Oh, man. I, I think my favorite quote was the one that I put up for Justin to read on on our Discord channel. And uh, I stand by that. It's uh, it's still a, probably an apt proposal or a, an apt review of what that movie is. So what's funny is, so... Do you care about spoilers for Madam Web? Because no, my friend no, Troy. Okay. No, All right. So no. I didn't see it. So let me preface it with that. But my friend Troy, who saw it, told me all about it. So I do know what happens for the most part in it. And I want to tell you right now. So, you know, in the trailer, how you see them in the spider suits? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So apparently, A, that is, of course, the very end of the movie, like the last, like, I think 15 minutes or something, he said. And B, they're not actually wearing the suit. That's a dream sequence that you're seeing. <laughs> so they never actually wear the suits at all in the movie in real life. That was just like a dream <laughs> sequence, like hallucination thing that happened. So and- the thing the thing I saw or uh, I heard on a podcast that was talking about it was that they basically decided they wanted to make a slasher movie. And then it seems like halfway through making this movie, they went... Oh wait, this needs to be related to Spider-Man Sony-verse somehow. And then just added a bunch of crap that made no sense to make it like fit. <laughs> I mean, I believe that because A, so there's that. 
Pete, like Peter Parker is like mentioned in the movie without actually being name dropped because uncle Ben is in the movie. Uh, and he's like, Oh, you know, my grandkid, like whatever. So they mention him without ever saying the name Peter Parker at all. I gotta admit it's super ballsy for Sony <laughs> to create a whole Spider-Man universe without Spider-Man. Like, it makes no sense to me. Just cast another Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's... Like Marvel can have Tom Holland. That's great. Our Spider-Man. Like, bring Garfield back or just cast a new Spider-Man. Like, what's the problem here? Or, or you know what? Hey, you have a great actor playing Venom. Just have Venom be your Spider-Man. Right? Like, just have Venom show up in every movie. He's your Spider-Man. Great. Move forward. It's just, it, it's like they're building a circus tent without the middle pole, you know? And it's like, <laughs> I don't understand. Dude, I want to use that saying now in my everyday life. <laughs> you can have it, Justin. You can have it. Um, real quick, we did a, we're starting a MCU rewatch with the kids. We're going chronologically. We've done Iron Man, Iron Man 2, and Thor so far. Cool. Um, Iron Man 2, better than I remembered it being. And and I'll go so far as to say Vanko was a wasted villain. Like, Mickey Rourke's Vanko, pretty good. Like, pretty good villain, all in all. And they, it's kind of bummed that they just wasted him, one and done. Like, mm-hmm. I remember at the time not being impressed, but... You know, I think now that we've gone through <clears throat> four and five and then the films where they're in, uh, I think uh, look reflecting, it's like, no, no, no. Like they, they had something there. Like he was good. But uh, the first Thor, cheesy as hell. Mm-hmm. It's like, and it's funny watching it now with hindsight going like, wow, they really didn't know what to do with this character. <laughs> like he, they, they just didn't know what to, what direction to take him at all. And then it, it's like once they finally decided like, oh, he's he can be funny and like, you know, like, let's just lean into that. And that saved that character because, man, it is funny, though, watching these movies now and like especially the first Thor or like Thor and Loki look so young, like they look so young compared to, <laughs> you know, just getting watching, you know, Love and Thunder and then like Loki season two. And then you go back to that. It's like, oh, these guys are kids. Like Tom Middleton looks like a child in this movie. <laughs> it's funny. Are you sad knowing that eventually you're going to have to watch Thor the Dark World, but that's coming up <laughs> sooner rather than later? The only reason I'm sad about that is because I'm going to have to spend the entire time explaining what the hell is going on to my children. <laughs> like, because that movie is as clear as mud. You just gloss over that one. You're like, no, this, this second movie never happened. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, you're like, you know the Thor trilogy. There's Thor, and then there's this uh, this one here, and then there's Love and Thunder. Yep, and that's yep. it. We just keep keep it keep pushing, keep moving. No problem, guys. Uh, but now, so we're we've got Captain America, and then the Avengers coming up. So mm-hmm, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm excited for them to get to Avengers. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be dope. That's gonna seal the deal. Yeah, but the uh, they're into it so far. They're good. liking it. So good. 
Yep. My son keeps asking when, when we're getting to Spider-Man. I'm like, not for a while, man. <laughs> you, you got a ways, you got a ways to go. Yeah. I had to wait and you do too. Yep. You're yep. going to have to wait till civil war before you even see him before he even gets yep. his own movies. Like he's going to be in a movie <laughs> before he gets his own movies. Exactly. So, but uh, yeah, good times. Good times. Well, I think we have a show gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, Justin, why don't you take us in for a landing? You know what, guys? <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Picks Life podcast. You know what? Head on over to Discord. Do you think Xbox is dead? Do you think Madam Web is a good movie? You know, let us know. And while you're there, head on over to Spotify. Give your boys a review. Let us know how we're doing. And uh, Zach, if Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, hey, guys. Go be great. And Madam Webb was one of my favorite movies of the year. There were some really good redeeming qualities in that movie. 10 out of 10, would see again. <laughs> I knew so you true. were going to say that. So too. true. <laughs> so I'll true. tell you what, that Sweeney Todd chick, she's a pretty good spider person. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> Sweeney Todd. <laughs>